0: Welcome to the Finding True Health Podcast. Are you ready to reject diet culture without rejecting your health? Do you want to feel a sense of peace around food and your body while also creating habits that will help you feel your best each day? Hey, I'm Jenna, a registered dietitian, a committed follower of Jesus Christ, and a middle-aged mom. Not long ago, I felt like I was at war with my body. I believed I needed to reach some arbitrary goal weight to be healthy and happy but one day God helped me realize that I was focused on the wrong thing. So I began to treat my body with the love and respect it deserves, through both my thoughts and my actions. And that new focus has made all of the difference. Now I love helping other women find true health for themselves so they can enjoy more energy, better moods, and greater peace in their own lives. I'm excited to get started, so let's dive in. Hello and welcome. Welcome back if you've been joining me for a while, and if you're new around here, welcome aboard. So glad to have you. I really appreciate you being here and listening and working towards ditching diet culture while still caring for your health. That is what we're all about around here. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to share an exciting announcement. I have slashed the price of my signature course, my Help Through Habits course for summer. I've got a summer sale going on right now. It is a super great deal. You're not going to want to miss out. If you've been considering joining Help Through Habits, now is the time to do it. You can go to JennaWaite.com slash programs and check out the program, check out the amazing price, and you can jump right into putting all the things you've been learning on this podcast into practice taking action, actually implementing the principles we talk about here into your life and seeing the amazing changes that that can make to your life and to your health. So once again, that's com slash programs. All right, let's talk about bad habits. <laughs> we all have them. <laughs> we all wish we didn't, but it's kind of one of those parts of being a human being. And even when we finally get rid of one, usually another one pops back up before too long. So this is not something to beat ourselves up about. If you have some bad habits, particularly some bad health habits going on in your life right now, just know that that is normal and part of the human experience. But it doesn't mean that we can't work to do something about those habits that we want to change. Now, whenever I'm talking about bad habits or breaking a habit – I like to emphasize the fact that it's almost always more effective to try creating new habits, put our focus on that, and that will, more often than not, kind of just crowd out the bad habits, and they'll fall by the wayside because we've replaced them with new, more, more useful habits. So that's why I generally focus on creating habits more than I focus on breaking habits, but there do come times when you do need to put the focus on breaking a particular habit. And today I'm going to be going over a few of the habit-breaking aids that I actually teach in my Help Through Habits course. I have quite a few habit-making aids, and then I have about 10 habit-breaking aids that we can use to really focus on breaking certain habits. And I don't have time to go over all 10 in this podcast episode, but I am going to share three of the habit-breaking tools that I teach my students. So first, let's talk about why we even develop bad habits in the first place. Generally, we're not intentionally forming them, right? We don't set out to, to start a bad habit in our life. Oftentimes, they kind of seem to sneak up on us. Maybe we start doing something Maybe it's even occasionally and just here and there, but eventually that action or behavior starts happening more often. And before we know it, that habit kind of slowly grows and develops into something that we do a lot more often than we'd like. And as with many habits, a lot of times it might get to the point where we don't even recognize that we're still we're doing that behavior. We don't even realize that we have that bad habit and we might not even feel or notice many negative effects right away but over time those little behaviors add up and start causing negative consequences in our life and usually by the time it's reached that then the habit has become really ingrained and it's not something we can just easily stop doing so we've got this thing that's negatively impacting our health somehow but We've been deepening those grooves in our brain, those neuropathways, and so it's not really easy to just stop doing that behavior and break that bad habit. So what do we do? Well, the first step that I often go to really anytime we're trying to take a look at our habits and behaviors is that we need to become really aware of what we're doing. We need to get really curious about the behavior and get really specific on pinpointing what it is that we want to change. You might be thinking, oh, I already know. I already know the habit that I want to get rid of. But still slowing down, taking a little time to look really closely at it, examine it, again, with curiosity, without judgment, without trying to change it and fix it and break it right away, but giving yourself a little bit of space to just notice. Notice when this habit comes up why it tends to come up, what kind of thoughts and emotions you're having when you're doing this bad habit. Maybe go back to trying to decide how this habit started. What need is it filling in your life? How is it serving you? Every bad habit we have is either serving us in some way right now, or it did serve us at one point when we started it. The funny thing about habits is, like I mentioned, a lot of times We develop these habits, and then after a while, we might not even realize that we're doing some of them. They might be so subconscious that we do them without any awareness at all, and they might not be serving us anymore. We might actually have no good reason to keep doing the habit, but it's not until we become aware of it that we even recognize that. Now we have other habits, and these ones are the harder ones to break, and probably the ones that are coming to your mind when you're thinking about which habits you want to work on breaking, these are ones that are still serving us, that do serve a purpose that we are resistant to give up because we don't want to give up the benefit that they're offering us. So again, if we go to thinking of the habit and then just straight away wanting to change it and trying, working on changing it, then we lose a lot of that awareness surrounding that habit. So as you become more mindful, start paying more attention throughout your day, You might notice that you've gotten into the habit of eating really late at night, or maybe you have the habit of ignoring your hunger cues and skipping meals often. Maybe you have the habit of eating a lot of treats throughout the day, or of watching TV or scrolling social media while you're eating, eating while you're distracted. So first and foremost, I recommend taking a day, a couple days, maybe even a week, and just... Becoming more mindful of some of the behaviors you're doing throughout the day that might be affecting your health in a negative way. You could use a habit tracker for this. You could just have a little notes app pulled up on your phone. And just anytime you notice yourself doing what you would consider to be a bad habit, then just jot it down real quick, along with some of the thoughts and feelings you have, kind of some of the circumstances surrounding that habit. Once you have that awareness down, then we can work on trying to break that bad habit. I want to emphasize here that it's best to set realistic goals when trying to change behaviors. Starting too big and grandiose often comes back to bite us and backfires. Generally speaking, starting small and building line upon line is a lot more doable and sustainable and effective. And using some of these habit-breaking strategies that I'm going to be teaching you can help immensely in eliminating that habit from your life. So the first date I want to go over is called environmental design. This is when we take a look at our environment and recognize how it is playing a role in this bad habit and how we can change it to help us break that habit. So I'll share a story to kind of illustrate this. There was a time in my life when every time I walked into my closet, I would crave something sweet to eat and therefore often get something sweet to eat. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but I actually go in and out of my closet quite a few times throughout the day. That's where I say my prayers usually. I have other things than just clothes in there. So I'm often in there putting things away or grabbing something. And so this habit really started affecting my health. And this habit started because I used to use my closet as a place to hide any treats that I got so that my kids wouldn't get into them. My youngest is kind of like a hound dog when it comes to sweets. She loves her sweets and she will track down any treat that's in the house that she can find and eat it all. And my closet's a pretty good hiding place because it's got lots of shelves and lots of things to hide things behind. And oftentimes she would still find the things that I'm hiding in there, but there were enough places in there that I could move it. And anyway, that that used to be where I would hide all my treats. And so whenever I wanted to eat one of those treats, I would go into my closet and get it. And eventually my brain started associating my closet with treats. And so then every time I walked into it, even if I wasn't looking for a treat or craving a treat at the time, then my brain would get that message like, oh, we want a treat now <laughs> because we're walking into the closet. So obviously, this is not a habit that I, I chose or tried to create, but that's what it turned into. So I used this tool of environmental design to break that habit. I know it seems really simple, but it was extremely effective. I moved the treats out of my closet and I didn't go put them somewhere else that I go often. I ended up buying a lockbox so that I didn't have to worry about trying to find somewhere to hide them. And now I keep them in this lockbox so my daughter can't get to them. It's also nice to kind of have a little degree of separation for me. I kind of have to really think twice before just mindlessly grabbing a snack. I actually have to unlock the lockbox to get to my treats. But then I also moved the lockbox to a closet in the basement in a room that I don't go in very often. So I wasn't having that constant trigger coming every time I go into the room. So that's just a simple example of how changing your environment can help you break a bad habit. Maybe you're in the habit of keeping snacks in your desk at work and you find that you're eating those snacks mindlessly or you're, you're eating more than you want, more than your body needs. So maybe you choose to keep the snacks in your car, keep them in a bag away from your desk put them somewhere that they're not as easily accessible. Maybe you want to stop staying up so late watching TV in bed. A simple environmental design for that would be to move the TV out of your bedroom or to keep the phone out of your bedroom if you find that you're staying up late scrolling social media. So these are just a few examples of how to change your environment so that it's easier to break that bad habit. All right, the next habit aid I want to go over is to decrease your motivation. This is when you try and focus on the reasons that you don't want to be doing that habit. Maybe you even write those reasons down. You can think back to what has your past experience been? How has this habit negatively affected you in various ways? Take a look at what the research says of some of the risks or dangers of continuing a habit like that. Just try and... Come up with reasons or remind yourself of the reasons that you don't want to do this habit anymore. So I'll share another example from my life. I'll just air all my dirty laundry here, (laughs) tell you all about all my past bad habits. These are ones that I've overcome. I still have plenty that I'm working on. But this one in particular had to do with getting up late. So not too long ago, I used to get up pretty early in the morning, get my workout in early before I had to go start getting kids off to school. And it was really nice because then I could work out, get my kids off to school, then shower and just start my day right away. But then I started experiencing some health issues in the morning particularly. And I had a lot of pain in the morning. I had to stay near a bathroom. And my morning routine was just completely turned over on its head. And it was really hard to do those early morning workouts. So throughout that period, I got into the habit of still getting up because my body wakes up early to go to the bathroom and generally I would wake up go to the bathroom and then go work out but at this point I got into the habit of getting up going to the bathroom and then getting back into bed and I would never fall back asleep I would just lay in bed I would lay there frustrated that I couldn't go back to sleep because I still felt tired and I would be frustrated that I didn't feel good enough to go work out and a lot of times I would just kind of sit in worry about the day or just have a bunch of anxious thoughts about various things. And I'd basically lay there and do nothing for an hour, (laughs) trying to go back to sleep. And then I would get up an hour later, frustrated that I couldn't go back to sleep, frustrated that I just wasted all that time, frustrated that I was getting a late start to the day. And I continued this for a while until I really took a look at what this habit had become and kind of took a closer look at what I was doing and realized that I really didn't want to get back into bed after going to the bathroom. Even if I wasn't able to go do a workout, at least I could get up and clean the kitchen or read my scriptures or even do a Sudoku puzzle. I like doing Sudoku. I could do something with that time that was more effective and more enjoyable than just laying in bed. Then I could still keep the habit I liked of getting up early And even though for a period I couldn't work out during that time, at least I wasn't continuing to create that habit of just laying in bed. So once I found those natural things that I didn't like about continuing that habit, then it was a lot easier to break it and to stop getting back into bed after I'd woken up. All right, the third and final habit-breaking aid that I want to go over today is called a response swap. I've also heard this called replacement therapy. And this is just when you try to find a response that provides as similar a reward as possible to your habit. So if we review the habit loop again, we've got a prompt that kind of triggers us to do the habit, and then we've got a response. And from doing that response, we get some sort of a benefit that makes us want to continue doing that response every time we get that prompt. Sometimes the benefit is just the satisfaction of completing the habit loop when it becomes more of a subconscious habit. But if we can determine what that reward is that we're getting from the response, then we can try and keep that reward that we're looking for in the moment, but try and find a different response to get us to that same reward, a response that isn't going to have the negative side effects that our bad habit does. So for example, let's say you have the habit of eating late at night. And you want to change that habit. Well, try and figure out what the reward is that you're getting. For most people, they're looking to food to help relax, to wind down, to get some pleasure, get some stress relief, something along those lines. So if we go for a response swap, then you can try to find something else that's going to provide that same reward that you're looking for in the evening. What other things could provide pleasure and relaxation and fill that need to unwind at the end of the day. Of course, the best option, if you're not hungry, would probably be to find a non-food related activity that would fill that need. But you could even kind of take it just one step backwards. Maybe you're used to eating some really highly palatable foods, um, foods that are high in sugar, high in white flour during that time. And you don't want to cut out eating altogether. You think that would maybe be too hard. So you just swap that response for one that's going to serve your health a little bit better. So maybe instead of ice cream, you go for some yogurt with berries. Or maybe instead of eating chips, you go for some air-popped popcorn. Something that is kind of a step in the right direction. And maybe you stay there. Maybe you feel like that habit is just fine. It's not harming your health in any way. Great. Great. If not, then after a while you can continue kind of taking baby steps, doing little response swaps until you've gotten the habit to a a place that you want. Or maybe you just want to jump in cold turkey and decide that instead of sitting down to watch TV, you're going to take a bath or read a book or work on a puzzle that is still going to help you relax and unwind, but that doesn't have anything to do with food. And you can see that you can even combine some of these habit-breaking aids to make it even easier to break one of your bad habits. If you are a student of mine, or if you would like to become a student of mine, then be sure to check out the other habit-breaking aid options that I give. And again, you can mix and match and use several of the aids to help with breaking your bad habit. So one more time, the three three habit-breaking aids that I just went over are environmental design, decreasing motivation, and doing a response swap. As always, please be kind and patient with yourself as you are trying to break any bad habit. Change takes time. It's not going to be an overnight thing. Chances are it took you a little while to develop that habit, and it's going to take a little while to break it. All right, I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for joining me today. One more time, if you want to go take advantage of my summer sale and take my online course, Help Through Habits, go to com slash programs. I would love to help you dive even further into this topic. All right. I hope you have a fantastic day and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.